Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Welcome to Daily Daf Differently. Today's Daf is Shkalim, page 13, and my name is David Hoffman. We begin a new chapter today. We begin chapter 5 of Shkalim, and the main topic of this chapter is listing the various officials who served in the temple, and by listing the individuals who served in the temple, the Gemara and the Mishnah are able to go ahead and identify key tasks that were required in the temple and the type of work that was done there. The Mishnah begins on page 13 by speaking about the type of officials, Eluhein Hamimunim Shahayuba Mikdash. These are the officials who were appointed and served in the temple. And it begins to list names, and along with the various names, the type of things that the individual was responsible for. So, for instance, Matya ben Shmuel was responsible for the various lotteries, for conducting the lotteries of assigning certain tasks that were required for work in the temple. For instance, the cleaning of the altar itself, and all of its ashes. That was done, the Mishnah tells us in Yoma, by a lottery. And Matya ben Shmuel, our Mishnah tells us, was responsible for that lottery. It doesn't tell, the Mishnah doesn't tell us everyone who was responsible. In essence, the Mishnah actually goes ahead, I mean, everyone who was responsible for lotteries throughout the entire years. It gives an archetype, one individual, it names one individual and perhaps that individual's family throughout the generations were responsible for this particular task. And what I'd like to go ahead and do today is look at two individuals and two tasks that were performed by their families. The first task I would like to point out is the house of Garmu, Beit Garmu, and they were responsible for something called the Maase Lechem HaPanim. Lechem HaPanim, this was the act of creating, of making, preparing the Lechem HaPanim. And often the Lechem HaPanim is translated as showbread, and I'm not even sure what showbread means in English. But JPS actually has a better understanding of that word. And the idea of showbread, these loaves, these 12 loaves that were placed every single week on Shabbat in the temple, and these in essence were a type of visual sacrifice offered to God by showing, presenting these breads to God, is detailed in Vayikra <coughs> chapter 24, verses 5 through 9. And there it says that you need to go ahead and create 12 loaves, and there it gives the amount 
of flour that is required to go ahead and make this and that ultimately these bread are placed in two rows six loaves high so yes exactly and along with the the bread was a certain amount of frankincense and incense and this was an offering literally of bread and incense to God and I think one nice translation instead of showbread it's literally the bread of display that is the JPS translation the bread of display the bread lechem hapanim panim face display that was offered to God as a sacrifice each week and then at the end of the week the Torah tells us in verse 9 they belong to and Aaron and his family, his sons, his children can go ahead and eat them within the um, temple precinct. So our Mishnah in Shkalim tells us that the house of Garmu was responsible for making these breads and supposedly not only was the recipe specific and kept but how these bread, how the bread was formed, it had a unique shape, and the house of Garmu knew and trans transferred the recipe and the skills for making this bread throughout the generations. Then, interesting, I, I'd like to go ahead and, and bring our attention to something that the Mishnah said beforehand, which is that Ben Achiyah. Ben Achiah, this individual, and perhaps his family after him, was responsible for the Chole Me'ayim, which is sort of curious. Chole Me'ayim means intestinal disease. So seemingly, along with all of the tasks that are assigned in the temple, and we just mentioned one of individuals who are responsible, a person who's responsible for the lottery, and a person who's responsible for the bread, and the incense, and all these things. There's an individual and his family who's responsible for the care of priests who suffer from this chole me'ayim, which is this stomach disease, this stomach type of problems. So we're told, in essence, that the temple had a doctor in residence, which is interesting. Frankly, I did not know that until I had read this Mishnah. And of course, the next question is that, th that there would be an, a doctor that is needed to be in residence, I sort of get. It's nice, the priests had their own activities going on to have a doctor in residence. I don't think I would have raised an eyebrow, but it's so specific about what afflicted the priests, this intestinal disease, that in fact it does raise a curiosity, certainly my curiosity. And in fact, not only my curiosity, the Gemara on page <coughs> towards right before, right at the end of 13b, wants to investigate who this person Ben Achiyah was and what was he ultimately treating. Why were the priests seemingly particularly susceptible to this ailment of intestinal disease? So the Gemara ventures forth and suggests, Al yidei shahayu ha-kohanim halchim yechefim al haritzba. 
So we do know this, and we do know this from a Mishnah in Brachot at the end of chapter 9, that on the Temple Mount or within the Temple Precinct, the priests actually, out of perhaps reverence for the Temple, out of its holiness, actually went barefoot. The priests did their work barefoot on the floor. And what this piece of Gemara is suggesting is that because they went barefoot on the floor, I'm just smiling and thinking that maybe our grandmothers had read this piece of Gemara in Shkalim, because they had gone barefoot and it was cold and their feet were in contact with those cold stones on the temple floor, that made them, according to this, particularly susceptible to this stomach disease and that's why Ben Achiah had to be in residence in the temple. Okay, and then it goes on, the Gemara says, And here we're privy to a little bit of the, the health sense that the Gemara had. The eating of meat, which clearly the priests would go ahead and do, they would eat a lot of meat, and they would go ahead and drink water. Because of that, the Gemara is suggesting, They would become sick and have this intestinal problem because of their diet, in essence. That's why they were more susceptible to this stomach disease than others. And the Gemara then concludes by saying that Ben Achiah and his family knew, were aware, had the wisdom that a particular type of wine was good for the healing of these stomach ailments. And what he would do was offer this type of wine and others that were particularly in the history of what Ben Achiah knew to go ahead and be effective in treating um, the intestinal diseases and that this type of wine was a certain type of medication. This was the wisdom of Ben Achiah that the Mishnah goes ahead and details. So it's sort of cute, it's interesting, but I will conclude by saying that there in fact is one halakha, whether any of this medical stuff um, makes sense, I leave that to the judgment of the readers, but there clearly is the idea, and certainly from the Mishnah and from this Gemara, that the priests serve barefoot in the temple. And I should just mention the concluding halakha that I want to teach is from Rosh Hashanah, the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah on page 31b. And Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, in giving a number of his teachings there, said that one of the things, one of the ramifications of this is that when a priest, Dochens, when he offers his, the blessings to the people, the priests, when in a prayer service, when they offer the, the um, blessings to the people, they remove their shoes. And until this day, when priests bless the Jewish people in shul on the times of the years, chutz la'aretz, outside of the land of Israel, and even in the land of Israel in Jerusalem every single day, when the priests go ahead and bless the people, the community, they remove their shoes from their feet. And that is a halacha taught in the name of Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai. So we conclude the daf. Thank you very much. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. 
The music at the open and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epic Horus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.